Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. Well, Pastor, I want to thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, Last year, I've had a whole year, amen, to prepare, and so I've been nervous for an entire year. Thank you, Pastor. (laughs) Thanks, Pastor. (laughs) Amen. If anybody knows me, then I'm given to my nerves sometimes, praise God. Amen. But the Lord has been speaking to me about mothers all year. And it's been such a tremendous blessing to reflect back on my own mother. Um, We did lose my mom two years ago. So there are some hearts here that are missing. Amen. And some that are just reflecting on the memories and the, the goodness of their mom. Amen. So... I've had this entire year and I feel like the Lord has given me something and I'm not going to keep you too long, all right? But I do want us to go ahead and acknowledge Sister Beard one more time as the, the ultimate mom. She is an amazing woman. Not every church, not every church has a church mom like Sister Beard. It's not everywhere. So we don't ever take her for granted. Amen. I was first introduced to Sister Beard um, when Sarah was getting married to my wonderful son-in-law. Amen. And I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do, brother. I didn't know where to go. I I went over to the kitchen and I was just scared to death because I didn't want to get in their way. And Sister Beer just came over to me and took me by the hand. And I just felt her love. And she got a, a pot for me and put me in a little room so I could concentrate on the rice for the etouffee. <laughs> and she picked up a broom and she started sweeping. And I said, wow, that is a woman of God right there. Amen, a virtuous woman of God. Hallelujah. Well, if I were to give a title to my message this morning, it would be, Mama Knows What to Do. Amen. Come on now, somebody. (laughs) Mama knows what to do. She knows what to do. Now, of course, I'm speaking of our perfect example in the scripture of Mary. Amen. And I'm referring to the specific instance in the book of John. And I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. It is the chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. And if you'd like to stand, it's going to be a long reading. Amen. But Mary here gives us an example of what to do in any given situation, I believe. You know, mom gives us life lessons, and we can refer back to them. Well, here Mary, in the scripture, has given us a life lesson. 
I believe she's given us basically three steps. Now, you could read it, and you'll probably glean five, six, seven, as the Lord speaks to you. But I believe this morning the Lord has given me three steps for you to see and understand. And with these three steps, we see miracles. We see the manifestation of the glory of God. And I don't know about you, but I want to listen to mama because I want the manifestation of the miracles of God in my life and in my family's life. So we're going to take a minute and glean from the word of God. And in verse 1, And the third day there was a marriage in Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two to three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it came, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. And this, the beginning of miracles, did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord for his word. Woo! Father, we thank you for your word. Lord God, we're asking that you would bring out, Lord God, what we need to hear this morning. <laughs> Woo! Lord God, would you apply it to our lives and we can apply it to our families. Woo! Father, would you manifest your miracles, your wonder-working power in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated as long as you're not seated on the inside. All right. <laughs> thank you, Father. I want to thank uh, the youth group for having me last night, and I do want to ask your forgiveness because my message is kind of cross a little bit. You're going to hear a few things that you heard last night. Is that okay? Yeah. Young people, where are you? Woo! All right, plugged in. Plugged in is awesome. You guys have done a great job. Now, we see at the very beginning of this scripture... And the third day there was a marriage in Canaan and Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. All right. Mama says, hold, hold on. 
Hold on, I see a problem coming. I see a problem before it happens. I know that wine is important because it's actually a measurement of the family. Like it was a position that marriage and how it went and the festival and, and all the nice things and did they have shrimp and did they have, you know, etouffee and, and did they have plenty of food and well, did they have music and, you know, everybody's looking at the family and they're kind of measuring them, but wine was one of those measurements. And, and, and mama saw the problem. Step number one in miracles of the three is seeing the problem. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. Mama sees the problem. I used to try to get away with things when I was a kid. She wasn't around, brother. I don't know how she knew, but she always saw the problem. Can't get away. Mama sees the problem. You as mothers, hallelujah, you know you're looking ahead. You have that protective instinct. You have that nurturing ability. You have that sacrificial amen mindset that says it's not about me, but it's about them. It's about my kids. It's about my family. It's about my brother. Oh, hallelujah. It's about other people other than me. Other than me. And so mama saw the problem. I encourage you to see the problem. Get into your prayer room. My brother back there, hallelujah, I wish I knew his name. He prophesied to me before the service. <laughs> I felt the Lord. I feel the Lord uh, so on Saturday coming here, brother. You guys are a praying church. You can feel it. There's no faking it. We got some mothers that see some problems. They've been in their prayer closets. <laughs> Woo! And they're heading it off. They're heading it off. Step two. Mary goes to Jesus. His mother saith unto the servants. Hold on. Did I go too far? <laughs> they saith unto her. Oh, okay. I went ahead. Excuse me. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. So to see it. And so what Mary did, and it's not written, but we know, she went to Jesus. So she sought out, sought out, or she seek Jesus. So you see the problem, and you seek Jesus, the solution. You seek Jesus, the Savior. Amen? That was her response. She didn't run around and fret. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We don't have no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, go run to this one and tell that one. And run to this one and tell that one. And run to this one and tell that one. No, she sought out Jesus. She sought out Jesus. Now, 
And Jesus had a peculiar answer. We don't really understand, but Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. Ooh, now, you see, in this scripture, he proves that he was God manifest in the flesh. Amen? Because what son is going to walk up to his mother and say, Woman, mine hour has not yet come. Y'all seen those Daffy Duck cartoons? I'm weird. But, but Daffy Duck would say something, he'd get his face slapped off. Y'all remember his whole beak would fall off. That's what I envisioned. But back then, that really wasn't an insult. But what was happening in this moment is that Jesus was separating his divinity from the manhood or the son. And he was saying to Mary, and Mary knew, her self-sacrifice said, I'm going to go ahead and ask him anyway. Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. In John 1 and 29, it says, He was the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, he says, He hath made him sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He's saying, woman, it's not time for me to pay the price. It's not time for me to start my ministry. It's not time. So he was separating the son from the deity. The last supper, he said to his disciples, I am very eager and I desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And then in Luke 22 and 20, he broke the bread and said, this is my body. And this cup is the New Testament of my blood. There's the wine. There's the new wine. Amen. And he's saying, it's not my time. But then he proves he was the son of God. And he obeys his mama. Amen. Because you got to obey your mama. <laughs> Even God obeyed his mama. <laughs> Who do we think we can't obey our mama? Because mama knows, amen. She knows what to do. And mama said, or his mother said unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Ooh. <laughs> Woo! He's, he's, she's seeing it. She's seeking the Savior. Amen. And then she's saying what to do. She's giving instruction. If there's something my mama knows how to do, that's give instruction. <laughs> and there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins. And then Jesus, being the obedient son, Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. 
So here we have part one is see the problem. Part two is seek the Savior. Part three is serve. Serve. Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. Whatsoever the Lord says unto you, do it. You want a miracle in your life? You want to see God manifest his glory in your family? Hallelujah. You want to have breakthrough every day? Woo! Come on now. It's not just on Sunday. Woo! This is a lifetime. This is the ultimate lifestyle. There is no other lifestyle. Woo! Come on. Just do it. Whatsoever he says, do it. So mom shows leadership. Mamas, you are leaders. You have done a great job in this church. You have stood up and you have submitted yourself to the pastor and you've submitted yourself to your husband, amen. And then God says, all right, I'm gonna use you, hallelujah, and you've led your families. Woo! One of the things I saw up here that really touched me, mama brings me to church. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what greater, oh, what greater thing that a mama can do than raise up those babies in the fear of the Lord. Ooh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we have the servants. And so Jesus said, go fill these water pots with water. And the servants are going, <laughs> he said, oh, girl. He said, fill the water pots with water. <laughs> oh, it's a whole, it's, it's a marriage here. We, we're going to drink the water, and I'm going to, oh, I'm, this ain't going to go good. But you know what? I don't even think they did that. Because you can see the attitude of the servant it said that they filled those water pots to the brim. Woo! You want to know how to serve? When you're unsure, when you don't do the miracle, and you're having faith, and you're stepping out, and you're doing things in your family, and you're speaking words, hallelujah, of blessing, and encouragement and instruction and sometimes correction you don't know but you've got faith you do it to the brim you do it all the way with your whole heart and with all that is within you amen to the brim and so once they did that it says in verse 8 and he said unto them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. Bear unto the governor of the feast. Well, we know that meant that they're going to give it and pour it out, right? But when you look at that word bear, it, it really has a greater meaning than that. It means to endure a hard thing to bear a burden, to carry a burden. And if there's anything that a mom knows how to do, it's bear a burden. 
It's carry a hard thing. It's to endure that. Amen. When maybe the child isn't listening and maybe the child is just having a hard time and we just have to keep on. We have to, it's not what we need it to be, but we have to keep on bearing that servitude, that service, amen. You are serving the Lord when you are serving your family, when you are bearing that burden. You see, those servants took that water and they put it, and they bear the weight of it. That's the miracle of God that they're bearing, Pastor. That heavy thing on your shoulder, that thing that causes you to come down on your knee when you're coming into the service and you're, oh, it's heavy. I'm bearing it, but it's my miracle. Woo, it's my miracle. <laughs> that hard thing in your life, that difficult situation in your life, that thing that's got you down sometime. Look up. See the problem. Seek the Savior and serve by bearing. Enduring. <laughs> they thought, oh, I don't even know what's going to happen with this water. <laughs> but they did it. And they bear it. And then when the ruler came out, he's like, whoa, this was like better than, I mean, nobody does this, you know, nobody does this. They bring out the good at, at first, and then everybody gets kind of waylaid. Can I say that? <laughs> They're well drunk. <laughs> and then, you know, they bring out the, the, the bad, the worst, the dregs, the, no, but the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. When you bear that burden, the best is yet to come. So by seeing the problem, seeking the Savior, and serving, the miracle was manifest. And Jesus was launched into his ministry this being the first miracle. Now, do, do you think that, that he really wanted this to be his first miracle? Perhaps not. But mama, whoo, come on, y'all don't know what kind of authority. <laughs> y'all don't know what kind of power that the Lord has placed upon you when you are at your weakest and you go to your knee, you are at your strongest. Then he says, when you are weak, I will make you strong. Mama, you have that power. And then not even talking about the hair, not even talking about the submission, not even talking about that, amen. You have it. Are you using it? Are you using it? I would submit this morning. Hallelujah, you've done real good so far. You've done, you've seen miracles. You've seen God move. But there comes a point sometimes, brother, we get older. 
and we get tired and maybe we get discouraged and maybe things pile up on us. But I encourage you this morning, pick back up the mantle of motherhood. Pick back up the mantle of motherhood. Whether you have a child or not, like Sister Nita said, women, we all have that nurturing mother instinct. All of us. Pick it up. Serve in the prayer closet. Serve in the intercessory. Serve in the travail. You see, because when they bear under that burden, you're not meant to carry that burden. We're sheep. We're not pack animals. Amen. Well, when we get that burden, that's when we go to the Lord in prayer and in intercession and in travail. The battle is won. Travail is spiritual childbirth. Spiritual childbirth. So you carry the burden for nine months. You carry it. Woo, come about that eight month. You cannot wait. You are knocking on that doctor's door. When is the date? You see, but when the birth comes, those pains get closer, and they get closer, and they get closer, and some of you are right there. You're right there. You've been carrying a burden. You've been carrying a burden. And the Lord is saying, it's time to birth. Woo! Come on. Woo! It's time to pour out those water pots. It's time to see that wine. That new wine. That Holy Ghost in your families. Woo! Come on. Oh yeah. You're right there. You're right there. But it's time to pick up the manhood of motherhood. Woo! And push. Woo! 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 Push through any kind of pride. Oh, hallelujah. Come on now. We're talking about spiritual birth. We're talking about the most important thing. He came to seek and save that which was lost. Ha <laughs> You all are gifted. You're gifted in intercession. You're gifted in travail. But we got this younger group plugged in. Amen. They are gifted. Woo! Mamas, we need to show them how to do it. Because mamas know what to do. <laughs> Sister Nita, we know how to grab some carpet. Woo. It ain't about how nice your hair is. And oh, it looks nice. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. But it's not about all that. 
throw it aside. It's about seeing a miracle in my life and in my family. Come on right now. Let's just lift our hands just for a moment. Let's just feel out to the Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, do me with power from on high once again. Oh, God. I see I'm close, Lord. God, bring me all the way through. To this is birthed in my family. This is birthed in my personal life. That my prayer closet becomes number one. That is nothing else matters but bearing that burden and then birthing it to see your miracles. Come on. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Come on. This is what happened. This is what happened when Mary saw the problem. She sought the Savior and the solution, and, and she served in that leadership position of saying, Whatsoever he said, do it. That's what you're doing, teachers. <laughs> Amen. What happened? What happened? Miracles manifested. Ooh, thank you, Lord. When you carry a burden, when you are mom's pregnant, you have to deliver. You have to. That's the whole purpose of the burden. It's not for you to carry it around. Proverbs 13 and 12 says this. Hope deferred will make you sick. Hope deferred will make you sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Where's our hope found? Moms, where's our hope found? Right here. <laughs> when I'm burdened, I don't know where to go, no one to talk to, because no one knows. No one could possibly understand, and they certainly can't fix it. <laughs> I might feel hopeless right then. Uh, uh, pastor, anxiety depression and in all kinds of feelings of I want to run away might try to sneak in because when you're carrying a burden remember you're under it you're under the gun hallelujah you're not really thinking about everything but when we defer or push away that hope that we find only in Jesus our heart gets sick oh Mamas, hallelujah, don't defer the hope. When you feel that little tug to pray, pray. When you feel that little tug to text somebody, text somebody. When you feel that uh, burden, when a new person walks in and they're lost and you, you go up to them and hug them, hug them. Don't defer it. Don't defer what the Lord is doing. Amen.
don't defer it. Ooh, thank you. Everyone stand. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and I feel, I feel that, uh, and I had talked to Pastor about this before, to have the moms come up and special prayer with all the ministry and, 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 and just so that we can solidify uh, what the Lord kind of laid out. I know it's simple, amen, but if we see a problem, we seek the Savior and we serve, miracles are going to manifest in our lives and, and you're right there, you're right ready to give birth, amen, to your miracle Come on up and let's get prayer and let's solidify that in our spirit or, or just speak a blessing on you and your family and just come and let the Lord have his way. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless, and we hope to see you on the next episode.